Welcome to Cancer and You, with psychotherapist and writer Karen Seeger, who has also been diagnosed with breast cancer twice. The program is for everybody affected by cancer, whether you are the one with the illness, family, a friend, colleague, or healthcare professional. Karen talks about the emotional and mental impact of cancer and how to cope. She records her shows on her orange houseboat on the River Thames in the UK. Please note that Cancer and You does not provide medical advice. And now over to your show host, Karen Seeger. Hello and welcome to Cancer and You. I'm Karen Seeger, a psychotherapist and writer. I specialise in supporting people with life-changing and life-shortening illnesses like cancer. And I've also been treated for breast cancer twice. Today is the first show of our programme here on Peace Within Radio and I thought it makes sense to talk a bit about what I want to cover, what it is all about, what you can expect and how you can get involved. You don't need to have cancer to be affected by cancer. This programme is for all. People who have been diagnosed, people who have been treated, people in remission if your cancer has come back, if you have terminal cancer, if you are a friend, a relative, a medical practitioner, a colleague, if you are worried about cancer, if it is something that is in your life, this programme is for you. As we all know, cancer is a growing disease. The frequency of the disease is increasing across the globe. Wherever you live in the world and wherever you listen to this show right now, the figures in your country may be slightly different, but the trend is the same. Your medical system in the country where you live may offer you a different type of support. It may be free, you may have to pay a little, you may have to pay a lot, you may have to satisfy various criteria for different types of support. We can't take it for granted that it's the same everywhere. And so it also goes with cancer and many other illnesses like it. It is a common illness and the symptoms and the way it makes us feel is common. Yet if you've got it, if you're affected by it, you will also notice that it is a very lonely existence because in many ways the way illnesses like cancer impact us is also very personal. It depends on you and your circumstances. In my shows, Cancer and You, I want to focus on the emotional impact of cancer, wherever you are at. I'm mindful that cancer terminology and the language we use matters. We all have different feelings about it. So I just want to say at the outset, if ever I should use words or descriptions that you're not comfortable with, then I put it to you, perhaps that's a good thing. You have to make up your own mind and you also have to find a language that suits you. Indeed, over time, you may find that your own language about cancer can change. In my case, I found this with cancer journey. I think it's a great term in many ways, but at some stage after my first diagnosis, 
actually a few years after, I felt this term was limiting the way I felt about my life with cancer. And I decided to talk about my life journey. It's my life. I happen to have cancer. I'm not happy about it, to say the least. But it makes sense for me to reflect about it as my life. Now, you may have a very different view, and that is okay too. In this program, I want to actually encourage you to make up your own mind about where you stand with cancer and what is the best way for you to live with the illness, to deal with the illness or with the treatment, with the whole experience. Often when we have illnesses like cancer, we start doubting ourselves because it's probably something that we haven't experienced before if it's your first diagnosis or if you've been treated once. And it makes us, as I said, doubt ourselves, perhaps our sense of judgment. So much is happening in a very short space of time and it can cause a lot of confusion in our minds. And sometimes people say, I don't recognize myself anymore. I feel differently. I think differently. My body is responding in a way I didn't expect it to. Um, what's wrong with me? And in many ways, there is nothing wrong with us apart from the cancer. But the way we feel about it is normal, I put it to you. Now, normal doesn't mean we should or need to leave it at that. There's a lot that we can do to support ourselves. And that's what I want to talk about on this show, Cancer and You. I'm a psychotherapist and a lot of what I will talk about on this program will be informed by my training. But I will also share my own personal experiences where I think appropriate and of help to you. If you're listening to this show now, then I assume that you have been affected by cancer. How has it impacted you emotionally and mentally? There are some key themes in how illnesses like cancer can impact us, and you may have noticed some of them already. And sometimes we feel these things, but we don't know what to call it, and therefore being able to give it a name and a label and to understand it can help us to understand ourselves and can give us a greater sense of ownership of what is happening to us and what we can do about it. Some of the key feelings in no particular order are to do with grief. We can feel grief and loss without a death having occurred. If you have been affected by cancer, you may grieve for the type of life that you will no longer have, because everything will change. Even if you are in remission, you will feel that things are different because of what you have experienced, because of the uncertainty that lies ahead. And that brings me to the next theme, uncertainty. We don't know what lies ahead. Often we are encouraged to think positively about our future and about our abilities if we have finished treatment. Wherever you are at with cancer, uncertainty remains. 
If you are going through treatment, you may not know whether your body is well enough to stand the next round of chemo. You don't know whether it's reducing the tumour. You don't know whether your tumour markers are changing or any other values that are being measured. We don't know whether the cancer will come back. We don't know whether it's already present, even though tests that we go through show that there is no evidence. If we have the illness, we don't know how long we will live. If you're a relative or a friend, you may not know how you can help. If you have the illness yourself, you may not know how you can help yourself. There's a lot of uncertainty and you probably can think of a lot more. Then there is this point about feeling disempowered because from one minute to the next we often feel like handing our life over to experts who might speak a language and do things to us that we don't understand. We may be too unwell to ask. We may be too shy to ask. We may ask and not get a helpful response. There are many possibilities. Uncertainty also can make us feel disempowered. If we can no longer work, our financial situation, our financial security, if that's what we had before, will be impacted. Our social status may be impacted. Our relationships can be impacted. The way people look at us. People may not know how to respond and may not know what to say for the best. There might be prejudice. Depending on where you live in the world, there might be severe prejudices about people with cancer. Cancer can lead to a crisis of values in us. Often people who are religious can also struggle with a diagnosis like cancer. Is it fair that my child has cancer? Is it fair that my loved one has died of cancer? That a life ends so prematurely that we go through all this suffering? There are a lot of questions and a lot of things in our life that we put into question. Our feelings can change and the way we feel about things can change. I remember after my first diagnosis, I was really struggling to find comfort in anything that used to comfort me before, and I found that extremely upsetting. Pieces of music I would listen to that previously perhaps calmed me down were giving me some encouragement or hope. No longer did any of this. I was left feeling quite empty, and I found that very upsetting. I felt without an anchor. Everything that had been known had a sense of familiarity, no longer carried the same meaning. There was dark emptiness. And if we lose meaning in the everyday things that perhaps we took for granted, but that did carry a lot of meaning for us, if that happens, then it can be very upsetting and very frightening. So having cancer, being affected by cancer, causes a lot of anxiety, fear, mood swings, frustrations, irritation, depression. It impacts our mental well-being 
it impacts our emotional well-being. And it does that at the point of diagnosis, throughout the treatment, and well after treatment. There are so many decisions that we have to take. And if you have a recurrence, it might be even harder. Everything that I've talked about will be magnified and will be carrying a lot more weight and heaviness on us. Another really important area to understand in the way cancer impacts us is our identity, because everything that I've talked about so far feeds into our sense of who we are, who we are in the world, who we are in our society, in our family, in our circle of friends, who we are at the core of us, of you and me. Who am I? Because it may feel like we have been wiped out. Everything that used to matter before, and perhaps everything that we were proud of, things that we were hoping to do in the future, all of this has been questioned. All of this may no longer matter. There is a sense that we have lost value. But I put it to you that it feels like this, but it is not like this. And I think it is really important that even if it doesn't feel like it to you, if you can try and remind yourself, you remain who you are, whatever you have achieved before cancer came into your life, nobody can take away from you. Your achievements, your abilities, they all are facts. They cannot be undone. Yes, there are some things, and probably in some cases a lot of things, that we can no longer do because of cancer, and that we can no longer do perhaps in the same way because of cancer or because of treatment side effects. I know it certainly has happened with me. I have to live my life in a very different way and there are many things that I can no longer do at all or no longer in the same way. Everything can become rather more cumbersome because cancer also takes our energy away. You may have heard of cancer fatigue. It is a serious thing. Energy levels can be so unpredictable. One minute we might feel we have a lot and then it drains away a lot faster than we have ever experienced in our life before. And again, this can carry on well after treatment has finished. I talked about just now treatment side effects. You may receive chemotherapy, you may not. It is very important to recognize that cancer is not treated in the same way for everybody. Not everybody gets chemo, not everybody gets the same type of chemo. It differs. And indeed, if you have a recurrence of your cancer, or if you develop a different cancer altogether, the treatment you had first time around may not be the same treatment that is proposed this time around. So again, there's a lot of uncertainty. But treatments have side effects like chemo fatigue or chemo brain or chemo fog. 
It is an impairment of the way our brain works. It's like a machine. It no longer works perhaps as fast, as can no longer do as many things at the same time. We may get very tired. We may get a bit confused. Things that we took for granted, like reading, talking, listening to the radio, watching TV, might be very hard and draining. I've written about it. I recorded a video on YouTube, which you can find on my YouTube channel if you want more information about it. So we've had a very quick tour across some of the main themes of how cancer makes us feel. We've talked about grief and loss. We've talked about identity, feeling disempowered, uncertainty, fear feeling irritable, frustrated, mood changes, feeling depressed. There's a lot you can do. You can reach out to support services depending on where you live. Perhaps there are not many available. There might be waiting lists. Or in some countries, they're very rare. And I hope that this program and so much else that is out there via the internet, for example, can assist you in working out some self-help strategies for you. I said at the outset that you are also most welcome to participate in this program. You can do this by writing into the station, Peace Within Radio. You find the contact details on the website and mark it for my attention, Karen Zieger, Cancer and You. Or you can write to me directly via my website. You will find the contact details on karensieger.com. I also run an advice column on my website that is a free service that you can use. Check it out. It's called Dear Karen. Read the submission guidelines and you can submit a question via my website. Let me know if you want to have your question dealt with here on the program or not. I always pick a selection of questions and I will write an answer and publish it via my website. I also have another service which I make available for free for people who have been affected by cancer. I call it Creative Despite Cancer. And creativity is really important for all of us. You might not think you are creative, but you probably are. So whatever you do, even if you don't earn a living with it, even if you don't sell it, do get in touch. You find the information about Creative Despite Cancer on my website and I will give you a free plug there. I will publicize you. You can send over some text and some pictures. You find all the information there. Now in forthcoming programs, I want to talk about issues like cancer anger, cancer and relationships, cancer and death and dying, cancer that recurs, cancer diagnosis, returning to work after cancer, and so much more. You're also welcome to send in your own suggestions. I hope you have enjoyed today's program, which was the first in the show, Cancer and You. I'm Karen Zieger. I look forward to welcoming you here again next week. Until then, do take care and hope to see you soon. 
Thanks for listening to Cancer and You with your host Karen Seeger. You can follow Karen on Twitter at Karen Seeger. Catch up with her articles, videos and work via her website karenseeger.com. That is K-A-R-I-N-S-I-E-G-E-R. We look forward to welcoming you here again next time.